Well, good morning and welcome to The Morning Burrito. I am Michael and uh, my co-host Eric is on vacation. Um, So we are going to be without his services uh, as we were last week, but that's okay. He will be back Um, and uh, we have our co-host again. Um, I don't know if this is going to be Mr. Cactus or Mr. Cacti. I mean, cacti is plural, but if you have a suggestion for our little uh, Christmas cactus here, um, a new name for him or I guess a first name for him. Uh, that would be great. Go ahead and send them in the comments. I just want to say thank you again for tuning in and being a part of this uh, journey that we're on in our podcasting life here at The Morning Burrito. Uh, there are lots of ways to listen or to watch this show. Uh, of course, if you're watching on iTunes or on, um, sorry, Facebook or YouTube, uh, we're available uh, there every Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock. Uh, you'll have a premiere video uh, of our new episode. Um, and then also you can go to to Spotify, uh, iTunes, uh, or Google Play, Anchor.fm, um, lots of different ways to to listen to us uh, as well. Um, obviously, if you are not listening, you don't get to see my beautiful face or Eric's beautiful face when he's here, um, or the awesome cacti. But uh, you do get to listen to the show and be a part. Uh, there's lots of ways to to get in contact with us. Uh, of course, if you uh, if you are uh, in the uh, Eastern Oregon, Hermiston, particularly Umatilla County area, um, we always invite you to come to our church. Our church, Hermiston Nazarene Church, actually sponsors our show, um, and they have been so kind to give us the time to do this every week. And so thank you to uh, Hermiston Nazarene Church for that. Um, so if you're looking for a church, go ahead and plug in. You can meet us and be a part of the, the show that way. Um, also, again, Facebook or YouTube, you can go in the comments section of our videos and uh, we'll respond to those comments as we see them pop in. And uh, you can also send a message to our Facebook page and uh, we'll respond to those messages as quickly as we can. I know a lot of you have reached out to Eric or myself um, regarding questions about the show. And we talked a little bit about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, when we share uh, scripture verses or, uh, you know, any sorts of um, uh you know, articles that we're referencing, uh, as I did last week, we'll, we'll try and make sure to, uh, to quote those for you so that you can have them. And, uh, eventually we'd love to have them up on the screen, um, so that you can see them. We're, we're working on it. <laughs> Give us some time. We're, we're working. Um, but, uh, but again, thanks for interacting with our show. Uh, again, we would love for you to interact with our, uh, awesome co-host here this week. And, uh, let's, let's name this guy, um, so that, uh, we, we have a name for our Christmas cactus here. So a few weeks ago, we had this conversation leading into Thanksgiving about Thanksgiving traditions uh, in both Eric's family and my family, and uh, just in general, things that we knew uh, that people did to celebrate Thanksgiving. Uh, talked about faith, family, and football. That was kind of my my three Fs um, for, uh, for Thanksgiving. But... Uh, I want to spend some time uh, just talking about Christmas traditions. There are so many Christmas traditions out there. My family has had many over the course of my lifetime, and uh, I'd love to just share some of those with you. If you have some cool traditions that you do for Christmas, uh, I would love to read them. Eric would love to read them. So again, put them in the comments. And uh, again, if you're listening, you can just go back after the fact, go to our Facebook page, go to our YouTube page, and uh, you can uh, YouTube channel, and you can go ahead and put the comments in on those videos uh, at that that time as well. But I'm going to start with music. So there is a massive debate uh, amongst people about when is the appropriate time 
to start listening to Christmas music. Now, um, when I was a kid, uh, you didn't see Christmas stuff go up into the stores until after Halloween, right? You'd, you'd get through your Halloween seasonal section, and then uh, it, it, as they transitioned that Halloween section, it would become the Christmas section uh, in most department stores, Walmart, Target, whatever. But over the last, I would say, 10 or 15 years, give or take, maybe maybe a little longer than that, um, we've seen that the the department stores uh, and the grocery stores and whatever, um, they have begun to put start that Christmas season earlier, which has been kind of odd. <coughs> Excuse me. And the same is true with Christmas music. It used to be that Christmas music would not be played until uh until after Halloween you know you wouldn't hear of people listening to Christmas music um any earlier than that and so uh, I wanted to settle this debate uh, from my opinion and uh and talk about uh when is the appropriate time to listen to Christmas music now the, I put Christmas music in two separate categories so I think from a rational, reasonable human being's perspective, <clears throat> sorry, I had a frog in my throat. Um, there are uh, the category of Christmas songs that are um, the fun, uh, non-church related, non-Jesus related, uh, you know, have a holly jolly Christmas, uh, jingle bell rock, uh, jingle bells even. Um they're not really Christian songs, Christian uh, Christmas songs. Uh, they are just seasonal songs, right? Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, obviously not about Jesus. Um, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town, not about Jesus. But then there's the second, and and typically these are called Christmas carols. And Christmas carols are uh, hymns, for lack of a better way of describing them, um, that were written for the church about uh, Advent and the Christmas season and Jesus specifically and his birth. And so, you know, what child is this? Uh, o come all ye faithful. Uh, o come, O come, Emmanuel. I mean, those are the kinds of examples of songs I would be talking about. Now, as a guy who is employed at a church as a pastor, uh, and particularly a pastor who is overseeing music within our church, um, I would argue that Christmas carols uh, are actually their their worship songs, so they can be sung any time of the year. I don't really necessarily believe that "Hark the Herald Angels Sing" is a. Uh, it would be improper to sing that in September or sing that in March. Uh, you know, it is it is a song that uh, talks about Jesus, and therefore it is it is worthy of being sung at any time. Um, however, I would also say, uh, in the same breath, that it would be weird to sing Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer at Halloween. Um, it would be weird to sing Santa Claus is Coming to Town on July Fourth. Although we do have Christmas in July, which I still have never quite understood, but. I guess it's a thing. So, uh, so wherever you come down on that, I think is okay. Uh, I don't, maybe I'm not going to settle the debate today, but uh, I, I would I would say that Christmas carols are good to be sung anytime. I, I really have no issue with that. 
Uh, my family, we do get an early start. We we generally do start singing Christmas carols or listening to Christmas music sometime in October. Um, that's that's pretty typical of our home. Um, but we understand that you know people may think we're weird for that. That's okay. I accept that. I'm I may be a little weird. Um, but uh, but waiting till after after uh, Halloween is over, uh, I can understand that. Um, and then you know some people wait till after Thanksgiving. Um, there aren't really Thanksgiving songs, so I'm not really of the opinion that you have to wait all the way to Thanksgiving um, to uh, to begin to celebrate Christmas and listen to Christmas music. But um, but uh, totally get that too if you want to wait till after Thanksgiving before listening to the Christmas stuff. Totally get it. Which easily transitions us into when is it right to decorate for Christmas? Now I think this one's a more nuanced conversation because. Um, it depends on if you really celebrate fall and particularly Thanksgiving. Um, I know people in my uh, circle who are not big Thanksgiving people. Like um, they, they enjoy having Thanksgiving dinner. They, they watch football. They, you know, spend time with family, all of that, but Thanksgiving is not really that big of a deal to them. And so once they get past Halloween, they start setting up for Christmas uh, or at least they start putting their plan together for how they're going to decorate for Christmas. Um, my wife is kind of the um, piece by piece person when it comes to decorating. So uh, we will decorate our house in like stages. Um, whereas you'll see, uh, you know, maybe some little things start to go up uh, sometime in mid-November. And then by the time we get to to Thanksgiving um, and usually on Thanksgiving weekend, our family's tradition is that we get the tree up, that we get the lights on the house outside. And again, by the end of that Thanksgiving weekend, we are in full Christmas mode. Um, we do not go into December without being Christmas mode in our house. And at that point, Christmas music is blaring in our home. Um, we are we are fully on for Christmas. So uh, when it comes to decorating, I, I would say, again, you know, to each their own. I don't think there's a, a right or wrong answer to this, but I do think that it is it is more than appropriate to say, I'm not really going to decorate for Thanksgiving, so as soon as Halloween's over, I'm going to start getting my stuff together and getting ready, even if it's just on the interior of your house. Get it, get it set up and ready for Christmas. Totally cool with that. Get it. A lot of our traditions with Christmas, uh, at least from what my experience has been, center around food. So my family has had an interesting, uh, my family likes to eat. Uh, I'm a big guy. I love food. And so uh, we have uh, we have had several different traditions over the course of my life um, when it comes to food at Christmas time. Now, the first one that pops in my head uh, immediately is how we celebrated Christmas Eve for a lot, a lot of my years. Um, my mom... She and my dad love to eat uh, lasagna. Lasagna is like one of their favorite Italian dishes. Um, and so for a long time, my mom's tradition was on thing, on uh, Christmas Eve, she would make lasagna from scratch. And, you know, she'd get the big noodles and, you know, soften them up and 
um, you know, make the lasagna from scratch. And it was always so good with the ricotta cheese and the tomato sauce, um, the diced tomatoes inside. Uh, and then, you know, the uh, spinach and um, we had meat. So usually it was beef, uh, ground beef in there. And then uh, mozzarella cheese on the top. It was so good. So good. Garlic bread. Um, some people might find that weird for Christmas Eve, but that was our tradition. That's what we did. Um, another tradition, my mom was big into cookies. My mom, for a, lo- a lot of years, and even till to this day, I mean, she, she makes tons of cookies now that she's retired, but um, she would make Christmas cookies, and she would make the, the icing from scratch. And so... Um, we would ice our cookies and they were in different colors. She'd use the food dye or whatever. And, uh, we would ice our cookies and we'd have the different types of sprinkles that we put on it. And of course she had, you know, the cookie cutters. So, you know, there's an angel and then a star and a Christmas tree, candy cane, you know, so on and so forth. Um, and so we would have fun just decorating cookies every Christmas. Um, she always made the, uh, wedding bell cookies. I've never understood the wedding bell cookie. I think it's an it's a I'm not a big fan of nuts, so um I've never understood the wedding bell cookie. Uh maybe some of you out there are a really big fan of wedding bell cookies, but uh that was not my thing. Uh my dad's thing though, uh I don't think this is a thing out in Oregon where we live now. Um in fact, when we lived in Oklahoma, I don't think this was a thing there either. I don't even remember ever seeing them. Um, maybe, maybe we were able to acquire them. I'm not sure. Um, but I haven't even seen them in our Walmart, but there was a cookie that my dad uh, and my sister particularly always bought at Christmas time, uh, for many of my years growing up and they're made by a company called Archway and they were the bells and stars. And so they were sugar cookies. Um, but they had, they were thick about, uh, about yay thick or so. And they, they were shaped like bells and stars. Bless me. Whew. Hmm. Um, and so we would eat these these cookies. They would come in, you know, package yay big or so, and um, <laughs> they wouldn't last long in our house. You get some milk and you eat the bells and stars. They would go quick. Um, my mom and dad usually would buy multiple packages of these because they would go so fast in our home. Uh, they were so tasty. Um. More recently, uh, up until the time when my parents moved away from Chicago, where I'm from, um, when we would go home for Christmas, uh, it became a tradition uh, that my parents would take us to this Japanese uh, hibachi uh, restaurant uh, called Benihana. And it was an interesting tradition that my parents uh, came up with in our adult years um, as kids. And, uh, but it was, it, I'll never forget, uh, my daughter's, my oldest daughter's either first or second Christmas. I think it was her second Christmas. So she would have been one at the time. Uh, we went to Benihana for Christmas Eve and my daughter got this incredibly awful rash. Um, we had gotten her this Christmas dress that was kind of like a velour, um, velvety material of some sort. And she just broke out in absolute hives. She was itchy and, you know, she couldn't talk. So at the time she was just crying and miserable. It was awful. My sister and her husband were there, my brother. Um, 
it was just awful. And so my sister and I, on Christmas Eve, in the evening, it's dark outside, it's Chicago suburbs, and uh, we're trying to find like a Walgreens or a CVS or something like that that's open uh, so that we can get my poor kid some Benadryl to get her to calm down so that we can have dinner. And uh, we ended up stopping at a gas station and found finding this like absolutely tiny bottle of Benadryl, uh, which was just hilarious. But again, uh, not hilarious for my daughter at the time, but I mean, it's hilarious thinking about it now. Uh, but yeah, I, one of our traditions was going to Benihana to this Japanese hibachi place to have steak and uh, or chicken or whatever. Uh, and, you know, watch the guy with the knives throwing the knives and things. Um so that was a that was a pretty cool tradition. So those are most of my food traditions in my family. I don't I don't think I'm missing anything. We always had either turkey or ham on Christmas Day. Usually usually a ham uh, for Christmas Day, and you know all the fixings kind of like we do for Thanksgiving. Um, many of you probably have a tradition with movies. So a friend of mine, he is a big time denier of uh, what I consider truth. And that is Chris, the movie, a Christmas story is in the top five best Christmas films ever made. Um, it's up there with a wonderful life and uh, uh, Christmas vacation uh, elf. I mean, they're all in that top, top five, top 10 of, of best Christmas movies holiday in, uh, although that's not technically a Christmas film. Uh, White Christmas, another top top Christmas film, of course. Um, but for me, the big tradition in our family was we would basically from Thanksgiving on to Christmas, as a family, we would not sit and watch movies together unless they were Christmas films. So um, you would see A Christmas Story played in our house a ton. Um, we would watch Home Alone a lot. Um Christmas Vacation is probably my dad's favorite Christmas movie. Well, maybe Elf now, but it's a toss-up probably between those two for Christmas. My dad's a big Elf fan, but um, but we would watch we would watch those movies just constantly throughout Christmas. So that by the time we got to Christmas Eve, um, for those of you who are aware, uh, usually TBS or TNT have that like twenty-four hours of a Christmas story. That by the time we would get to that 24 hours of a Christmas story, nobody wanted to watch it because we've seen it so many times in the Christmas season already. Um, but one of the things that I love is now with my own kids, uh, when they the family in a Christmas story goes to the uh, the uh, Chinese restaurant on uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I'm not. I guess it's Christmas Day. Um, <laughs> the deck the halls <laughs> song, but. By the Chinese guys, that it's just really quite funny. Um, I don't know if you can make that movie anymore, uh, or at least not that part. Um, but it was it was always funny, and my kids get such a kick out of it. Um, it it's just such a it's such a cool film, and it stood the test of time. Uh, you know, the kid sticks his tongue to the to the flagpole, and um, it's just it's a great film. So. Uh, so our tradition was watching lots and lots of Christmas movies. We, we watched the Grinch, of course, uh, the original Grinch, um, every year. Um, Charlie Brown Christmas was something we watched every, every Christmas Eve. Um, usually when we get home from church, uh, after dinner, we'd watch Charlie Brown Christmas, um, which again, many families have a similar tradition to that. Um, 
one of the other traditions that we have uh, in, in my family, my, my new family, uh, my own family, I guess you would say, um, my wife and I, after we had our first child, um, we spent several years kind of not knowing what to do at Christmas other than just buy our kid gifts, Santa brings gifts, do that sort of thing, right? But in the last few years, we've, uh, especially as we got, once we got pregnant with our second child, um, like we got to take this a little serious, more serious. We want, we want to have some traditions that last that are just our family's traditions. And, um, a friend of ours, uh, suggested something that they did and we just loved the idea. And it was every single year you go and you buy ornaments for your tree so that every year you can say, you know, that was 2019's Christmas ornament or that was 2015's Christmas ornament. And you remember that year and it, it can bring up memories of that year. Now, 2020, I don't know that we really want to have a 2020 ornament just because it's 2020. Um, in fact, on archery, we have a we have a, an ornament of a dumpster that's on fire and on the dumpster it has 2020. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, that's one of the ornaments on archery this year. But um, but the reality is it's it's been really cool to watch that my daughter, uh, my older daughter, it's 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 like an appointment for her every year now. She can't wait to go to the store and to buy those new ornaments um, to celebrate that Christmas season and to remember that year. So uh, so that's a that's a new uh, a new uh, tradition that our family has. And it's it's a pretty powerful tradition. Um, because it's really a a family unity thing and it's, it's a memory thing. Um, if nothing else. Now, the last part I want to share with you, uh, as far as traditions for Christmas, uh, everybody has this like debate or they take a side on, you know, when is the right time to open gifts? Can you open gifts on Christmas Eve? Should you not open gifts on Christmas Eve? Everything on Christmas Day, you know, that sort of thing. Do you open them all on Christmas Eve and then Christmas morning you sleep in and you get up, you make your Christmas dinner, you have Christmas dinner. Now, again, kind of like before, I I can't tell you what the right answer is here. I don't know that there is a right answer. Some people might disagree with that statement, but I don't think that there's a right answer to this. But I'll say this. In our family, when I was growing up uh, as a kid, we would open our grandparents' gifts on Christmas Eve. So my grandma and grandpa on both sides, we would open their gifts first uh, on Christmas Eve to give us something to do on Christmas Eve night. Before we went to bed, we get to open up some gifts. And uh, generally, we would call the grandparents on the phone and talk to them while we're opening the gifts so they can hear you know, us say thank you and uh, be excited. Um, I'll never forget one year I got uh, knives from my my grandmother on my dad's side. Um, parents didn't quite understand that one, but n- knives uh, to a to a young kid, a young boy, uh, probably not uh, the wisest gift to give me. Um, didn't quite understand it myself. Um, needless to say, I didn't uh, possess those uh, as a kid. Um, but as I've become a dad and uh, as time has gone on and, you know, we tend to buy more expensive gifts these days. Um, and so there's like a less is more type of principle, I think, with a lot of kids these days. Um, and my daughters are certainly not an exception to that. So 
we try to save all the gifts for Christmas Sunday or, or Christmas Day rather, um, because we just simply want to focus Christmas Eve on God and really spend the time on Christmas Eve um, focusing it on God, because that's when we go to our Christmas Eve service, which is, again, a, a tradition in our family being a part of Christmas Eve. Now, granted, I'm a pastor and this is kind of what I do as a job, so I have to go to Christmas Eve service. But um, but Christmas Eve is our time to really focus on on God and and what Jesus has done. We we read the Christmas story as a family uh, each each Christmas Eve night uh, before the girls go to bed and. Um. Uh, we read Twas the Night Before Christmas because, of course, you know, why not do that? Um, but Christmas Day, uh, Christmas Day, we open all the gifts. And whether they're from Santa Claus or grandparents or um, mom and dad, uh, our kids get to open their gifts. And, um, you know, again, there's not a ton of gifts. Uh, it's just kind of the way things are these days. But, uh, but it is awesome to see our kids um, open gifts. And I know for all of you who are parents out there, uh, or grandparents at this point, you understand what I mean when I say there's a joy that every parent gets when we get to watch our kids open gifts. And to be serious for just a moment, uh, to close out our show for this week, I can only imagine the joy that it brings to God when his creation accepts the gift of salvation. When we open and unpack the gift of salvation, I think our God must be even that much more joyful than we are when we see our kids open gifts that we've bought them. Because it truly is the greatest gift. It is what Christmas is all about. And so next week, again, we're going we're gonna to talk about this. We're going to unpack this a bit. And just talk through the story in in a brief, short way um, through the Christmas story and unpack the pieces of the story that are just, uh, you know, not just miraculous, although there's lots of miraculous parts about the Christmas story, but just unpack the meaning of it. What what was God trying to accomplish uh, through the Christmas story, through Jesus's life? And um, what is the true meaning of Christmas? And so... We're going to talk about that. It's it's not consumerism. It's not Santa Claus. Um, it, it is Jesus. Jesus is the reason for the season. And so, um, you know, pardon the cliche. Um, it is true. So uh, we're going to talk through that next week. Um, thank you so much for being a part of the Morning Burrito. Uh, it is it is such an honor to be able to spend time with you each week. And, uh, you know, 2020 is almost over. And a vaccine has come. Uh, it's uh, being dosed as we speak. And, uh, you know, our health care healthcare workers who are on the front lines, who are heroes, are getting those first doses of the vaccine. And um, what an amazing, amazing uh, uh, journey this year has been um, in so many ways, terrible, but also in so many ways, um, wonderful because God has really shown up in, in different ways, at least in my life and in our church's life here in Hermiston. So, um, 
I'm looking forward to 2021. I'm looking forward to what God has for us in this new year. So uh, let's get through the end of this year. We'll see you guys next week, Tuesday, uh, right here on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere else you can find us. Uh, Thank you for spending time with us, and uh, we will see you on the flip side.